Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast where we are here to talk about a 1 1 draw, of course, we are. Uh, I nearly said thanks for bearing with us there, but the, <laughs> the listener has absolutely no idea that we've been sitting here for the last half an hour, half an hour at least, because we've been having tech issues and we nearly aborted admission and postponed the whole thing, but we didn't. Uh, myself and Gareth are joined by two people who went to the match, uh, although obviously me and Gareth watched it from America, ourselves. Um, Canada. Can- oh, sorry, you watched it from Canada, I watched it from America, okay. <laughs> Charlie's um, probably listening and fuming now, so... <laughs> nah, give them the money. Um, so we're joined by two people, and sorry for holding you up, Rory Fallow. Good evening, nice to be here again, first yeah. of the of the season for me. Is it really nice to be here after you've been sitting here for half an hour? Oh, it's always a pleasure to come to Gareth's house, get to see the fleece. <laughs> Always a treat. It's not a good, imp- it's not Sorry. a good impression uh, to make for wide wise men's uh, podcast debut. Uh, Eve says, "All right, first right. time. Well, first time. Second time yeah. as a witness. So. Well, hopefully this doesn't put you off. But again, at least you've got to see the fleece in person now. Been sitting there, probably thinking, what's going on here <coughs> in, a, in a room with three relatively strange." Relatively, Random, strange. relatively strange. I meant to say strangers. Okay, <laughs> but, uh, strange came out, which yeah. is probably possibly Three accurate. Relatively strange men. That's, yeah, you know, that's, that's fine. how it sounds. But I didn't mean it. And we have just been going on about a fleece, so we are but quite a, strange. It's I a guess. famous, it's a famous well, wise man. Not that famous, really. Are you bothered about the fleece, Eve? No, it's, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Enthused by the fleece. That's as good endorsement as it's ever going to receive. Uh, Sunderland drew one-one. Of course, they did. Um, how how you how was your um, respective journeys down to Ipswich? You you went by train, Rory. Yeah, train down fine. Still takes ages though, doesn't it? Does had a bit of a stopover in Peterborough, but just went for a, a pint as you do, and these things don't you? What Gone the pub right opposite the train station? Just went to like a very ropey weather spoons actually. <laughs> <laughs> went to a nicer one when we were stopped on the way back, like a nice little sort of micro brewery one, which is quite good. Um, but I didn't feel very well for most of the day, but I still think I would have put a better shift yeah, in than you did, you insert did. whichever player you yeah. want, actually. I was trying to think of which one would be the best one you to didn't. make that joke about on the way here, and I think I'd settle on Denver Hume after his hauling <laughs> off at half-time. Well, we definitely will get on to that. Uh, and you went down by Coach Eve or Minibus or something? Coach, yeah. Coach from Peter yeah. Lee. Peter Lee, yeah. And Left how was that five. journey for you? Yeah, left at five, so in the pub by about ten. And were you on the cans before that as well? Yeah. Yeah. One so. minute past five and the first bottle was open. <laughs> there you go. Obviously, not on the bus you. because you can't drink on the bus. Yeah, drank them all before getting on before the bus. Before getting yeah. on the bus. That's, That's why you have yeah. to drink them and then you get on the bus. So if you're, if you're a police officer listening, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I think they've got more important things to worry about than that. Well, you, well, you see the you pictures think. on social media, don't you? <laughs> where they've like, got a massive chuff on because they've like, just taken like, <laughs> sort of 12 cans of ace off somebody on a <laughs> branch bus. And you're like, all right, well done, mate. Somebody's been stabbed down the road. Do you want to crack on and sort that out? It's not a politics podcast. I know. Yeah. Sound like yeah. your good old dar rap. <laughs> <that one. laughs> yeah. Right, Stand well. Stand up for the rights of... Football fans drunken football fans bus. Yeah, yeah yeah if it was a rugby game they'd be oh, them in the stands wouldn't they like, come on get yourself we'll <laughs> yeah. give you a police escort of the game and then they just do you want some of these drugs that were confiscated from somebody yeah, that's exactly yeah, what exactly. would happen that's anecdotal evidence I've seen it no I haven't <laughs> if you are a police officer listen to this podcast now I'm not, I'm not everything saying anything say everything you say is a lie yes <laughs> Yeah. yeah, are we done with that? Yeah, we're finished. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're finished now. Um, I've already been to watch Sunderland once at Ipswich. I, t- I tweeted this be- before the game, um, and we lost five nil. 
my first away game. Was it really? Yeah, yeah. 4-0 down at half-time. Ipswich were bottom of the league, yeah. yeah. I, left, I left at half-time, you'd be unsurprised to know. Don't blame me. I was like 20 or something then, and then I kind of left if we were losing 2-0 yeah. back then. Um, how far into this game did you think something similar was going to happen? From, <laughs> from very, very early on, the... We we were talking about it actually. I mean, my dad who I went to the game with about even how our seats were eerily similar from like the memory we have of that four 0 game and thinking is this is this just going to mirror? Um, didn't Titus Bramble score that game? I think he did. I think he did. You know, Alan Armstrong got a hat trick, didn't he? Yeah. Fin- was it Finidi George? I think he well? got like a lob. Like his lobs. Alan yeah. Armstrong. They were bottom, and Alan Armstrong, who was obviously a mag. Yeah. Um, was going through a dry spell. He's got Atrick, of course. He this is at the time like Adi Akinbai. Same scene, possibly. I was possibly, at that game, that at that game as well, yeah. um, But yeah, it looked like it was going to be very similar in that first half with just, <clears throat> excuse me, no one aside from maybe Gooch in that first half really showing anything. And, and McGeoch, maybe. Even McGeady had a terrible game. Yeah, agree. McGeady was awful. Has he just rushed McGeady back into the team there, do we think? Probably. You can understand that to an extent, can't you? But it needs to work. He's desperate, isn't he? I mean, especially when Embleton looked poor in the Oxford game, I can understand why he wanted to put someone back in, but I'm sure we'll come on to it later. Um, why not start Maguire, who was, for me, our best player? Totally, totally changed he the, the game He often looks like that, on. though, when he comes off the bench, doesn't he? He doesn't yeah, do it every week as well. Yeah, and then we ask from a start, and you don't quite get the same impact from our Better impacts up than he has started. Yeah, he likes it when the game's stretched. Uh, yeah. As they've said, it imp- impacts up on But if you, if you think about, you know, people keep on discussing our form after Christmas and um, we played Accrington Stanley and we drew two all and Maguire came on changed the game didn't he and then we played Gillingham um, and he got was it Gillingham or Blackpool Gillingham, no, it was Gillingham. got injured yeah it was Gillingham yeah. and he got well, so he everyone broke his foot broke his leg yeah didn't he or was okay, whatever he it was yeah tried to um, run it off yeah <laughs> <laughs> but then you know he He'd been out of the team for a while at that stage, remember, because he'd been dropped completely from the squad yeah. against Oxford um, after scoring. I think he scored against Luton and then he got dropped completely and he couldn't get on the bench and people were talking about it. Um, and then, you know, he's uh, again come on <coughs> come on to the pitch and influenced things and we looked a different team against in that early stage against Gillingham with him on. Yeah. We looked completely different because he, can, he, can he, links to, he links a play yeah. and all that kind of stuff but it's interesting isn't it that you look at someone like Maguire and um, we've lost Cantamall who was scored what six goals last season we lost, we lost George Honeyman who scored a similar amount of goals last season um, we lost obviously Josh Madger who scored 14-15 goals last season um, so we need to find those goals from somewhere have, we, have the players were brought in replaced the goals that we've lost in that team no, you'd maybe hope McNulty could make up. He's the one who would make a case for himself, yeah. Like this, wouldn't he? Well, he's, he's a striker, on, so and on his shown as well. He's been fairly. But positive. from other areas of the pitch, so yeah, and, and, and so if you're going to say you're looking at Chris Maguire and going, you're going to have to start relatively regularly. We're going to have to get you in the team because you've proven that you can you can deliver well, goals and assists. Greg was Madras replacement, wasn't he? But Greg doesn't want to be here. You can say what you want. He doesn't want to be here. You think? can tell that. By the way, straws about the pitch. The one that he made one one on Saturday definitely didn't break a sweat. It's I think he, he struggled to get into us a little <coughs> bit, um, which isn't necessarily an excuse. Um, I thought you, me and you were talking about this, Gareth, I think, in the group chat on Saturday, where I thought he could have done better 
for that ball Gooch mm. played in the room where it was in the six-yard box. I thought he didn't get his first touch right. Seen it from the opposite end to what you saw on the camera, but you said he was maybe unlucky with that. Yeah, one. it, it, it was a bit over hit. He, yeah. put, he put quite a lot of purchase on the pass, to be yeah, fair. And that's not a criticism there. Did you think that, believe from the away end as well? That yeah. looked like he should have yeah. done better with, with that one as well. It was a bit, he'd reversed it and it, it looked like he just. It was he just ran too far past the ball and the ball had a bit too much mm. pace on it, so he couldn't recover. And I thought he actually did really well for the where he turned. He, go, he didn't have much space to work, and he kind of turned him on the edge of the six-yard box, and then the keeper closed it out. But he couldn't have done a lot more with it. No. But the thing is, is is now we're in that this, the Sunderland striker who hasn't scored the, as many goals as we'd hoped. He's like phase. so in debt now, isn't he? Yeah. And he so he needs, now he needs everything, everything he does yeah. now is going to be micro-analyzed. And you knew also, didn't you, that. Um, if Jack Ross was going to make a change and take one of the strikers out and put McGeady in, it would be great sat out as well. He's in he's in that position now as yeah. well. Mm. Where if it's him and McNulty, he's, he's not going to be the one who gets a nod as well. So all this is compounding yeah. his situation for us. But I mean, just back backtrack again to just to the start of the game and we're going to talk. We about, to? We're going to talk about formations <laughs> back again to an extent. And um, I know George Dobson was is the most recent one to come out and say. It's too easy to say that and the player application wasn't right and they weren't winning the second balls and they weren't doing the backtracking, which is all the basic things we want to see. Taking that roll over. <laughs> Catamol, John O'Shea, but, Seb but, Larson. But where did Ipswich's goal come from? I thought McGoughlin, the keeper, could have done better, but... I wondered that as well. Uh, but Through his legs. I yeah, uh, yeah. But isn't he, like, it's it, a cliche. It, it's it's come from that side of the pitch. Yeah. I mean, it's... I mean... Lambert's going to say, right, in between Flanagan and Hume, that's where you're putting the ball over the top. And well, it wasn't a ball over the top, it was no, just but, a throw but, in, but that was their general But the tactic, balls over the top it? were working yeah. as we well. don't have the players to play the formation Ross wants to. Definitely it's not. It's not going to work. And he's abandoned it now, twice. And Which, you, you mentioned last week, Gav, saying he's either going to have to, you know, so he's got some balls and stick with it, or panic and, and abandon it, but... He can tell us it's not about formations all he wants or whoever else is saying that. Well, But the evidence is after two games with, with one goal down in both games, he changes the formation and we look better. I just don't think you can throw Hume in first season as like a full-on professional first-team football and expect him to be a wing-back in his first season as a, like, yeah. well, he did as a regular right. starter. He did all right at left-back last season, didn't he? But it, like you say, it's not left-back. And yeah. McLaughlin's just... Millwall fan said he was too slow and oh, you can't have a slow wing yeah. back. <laughs> He's got very can't. Mark Wilson-y vibes yeah. from, from, Con, from uh, Conor McLaughlin. That's not a good vibe say. to have. That, that, is, that's that where your is of. That cross where, where Greg actually did yeah. quite well to get it. And then Willis, the centre-back, I just... Has he won ahead of us yet? Yeah, what is he, what's he offering? Like what We were supposed to be getting this command and impose. Is he, is he an quick. improvement on Baldwin or Flanagan? It's too early to tell, I guess, isn't it? But yeah. I mean, he showed his pace in the second half, didn't he? Where we, you know, a couple of times where, and to be fair, they didn't really trouble us in the second half. Yeah, that's true. The and second half was a massive improvement, but it's still not, hard, though, not good it? enough. It, it seems like it's the first time Ross has lost his temper with them, perhaps. By, going off what Dobson yeah, says, yeah, and going off what and, and what Phil Smith, I think Phil Smith yeah, I like as well the vi- suggested. Like the vibes off Dobson are pretty good. Oh yeah, I think. He's been our best player so far, first two games. But. I, I think he's like the way he talks, and for for a twenty-one year old, yeah, very lad, intelligent for his age. Yeah, um, you know, he seems quite mature. Played a lot of football at level hundred games, and he said, you know, he might. I saw him having a go, at people, um, which is a good good character. 
to I, have. I agree, and I think Dobson looks fine, but do you not think there's still a bit of an issue there? Is he going to be as dynamic as we need him to be if we're playing Dylan McGee up alongside him for that creativity? Well, we're going on about where we're going to make up goals that we've lost in the team. Surely we need that. If well, we're playing if someone go, who's so defensive, like, like my, Dylan McGee, well, I wouldn't say that. I would, I, my argument wouldn't be. I'm just saying we've gone on about variety quite a bit. Is Dobson going to offer us something massively different? Maybe like not. Max, in, what maybe Max not in power could. Maybe not in. He gets the, about the pitch. Yeah, better. He's a bit more box to box. Yeah, he, he, I think game. he does. He, he makes up a lot of ground. A bit like Gareth mentioned. Week, I'm not saying he won't. Like, like, I don't mean that in a writing him off way. Uh, Gareth just, mentioned the other week a bit like Henderson. Obviously not. Not, not, not yeah. as good. Yeah, the league one version. Of. Yeah, but Henderson would get the ball and he move really, really quickly. And, that's what he wants. And that that's his, kind that of player. Yeah. And to be fair, the reason he might we might not be seeing the potential from him is because what could be going on ahead of him as well hasn't been great you know we mentioned how Griggs not moving particularly well at the moment that could be a big part of yeah. it um, it just seems to me like they've got the one McGee to sort of or if Ledbetter was to come in to dictate the player from mm-hmm. the the base of the midfield and then Dobson's almost the legs yeah, yeah. to make it all happen and to try and link it all together but you need McGee to play well. Maguire's another one again who, who well, could probably come why in why don't do you put job. Maguire off if you go back to what you know go back to the 5 <coughs> or the four two three one, whatever you want to call it and just have Dobson McGee or, or Dobson and whoever you got to sit there box to box and then in front put put Maguire in front in the centre then put put McGee on the wing because he's a winger That's I'd his. always play Maguire in front yeah always yeah. just have him off the front and then if Griggs out of form then he's out of form so he doesn't play and Gooch at the minute is and Gooch plays on the other side yeah because Gooch has been I'm, I'm a massive critic of Lyndon Gooch oh but yeah I'm his least biggest fan but he has been yeah he was he was well, relatively speaking. Standout was, player on Saturday. Yeah, exactly. He looks like he's been told to just stop overthinking things. Yeah. Maybe, maybe his baby's not waking him up in the middle of the night anymore because that was <laughs> the that excuse again. That was the excuse we got given, wasn't it? So his bands take the bottle all right now, yeah. not waking up in the middle of the night and he's, yeah. he's refreshed for the new season. But I'll tell you what, we could just wrap it up there because we've just I think we've all just possibly agreed on the starting 11 there. Well, it's <laughs> not for tomorrow, but... No, 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 but general, generally going forward, I think we're all looking at... We were all say, the back four clearly clearly works. Now. It, well, I don't think we discussed the back four, but then you're looking at... McGeoch, Stroke, Ledbetter, Sitton, Dobson, a link, maybe Maguire to be the link to the forwards, McGeady, Goochwing, McNulty up front. And you, Thanks for listening. And you, <laughs> <laughs> I like how you actually dropped your mic there as well. That was really good. And you're hoping as well that the goals are going to be shared out more than likely there as well. There's no sort of, like we were hoping Greg was going to be the sort of like mm. out and out 20 goal man. You, you're probably looking at someone getting a couple maybe. I think White 50. will have a good season. I said last season if we don't go up, I think White will have a really good season this season. But White's an interesting, an interesting one because I, I was talking to a friend actually um, the other day and actually well, it, was actually, it was after the Oxford game. <coughs> And he was saying, uh, he was at the game and he was saying, and he, that knows his football as well, decent player and stuff. And he was saying, I think that formation would be ideal for Wyke. The amount of crosses in. they were putting in the yeah. box. What two were the two? Was it three, yeah, five? Yeah. Well, it might be ideal for Wyke, but, you know, we haven't got any wing backs, so it's not ideal for them. Yeah, do, yeah. We, do we stick with him at the left back or do we bring a new one in? Well, they'll have to bring uh, He's surely got to be looking to bring somebody he's in. Been, well, he's been, been twice, hasn't he? Because he, he didn't finish the game against Oxford, did he? Maybe he did. I think he did, yeah. I feel like no, he didn't. I think he did, yeah. I feel like he didn't. Well, the thing is, that people talk about these systems, right? And managers are really... There's a, this whole discussion and debate about in football about systems and how you play. And then the, from the professional side, the the counter is always, oh, well, um, it's... Uh, 
systems are relevant because they change all oh. through the game, blah, blah. Well, what, I'll tell you what, then. If the systems are relevant, Jack Russell said this, why have you changed? Why is, why is Conor Lachlan and Luke 09 played in three different positions yeah. in that game if the systems are relevant? The system's not irrelevant. And we look much better with the going back to the 4-2-3-1 or 4-3-3. You have to be very, very good at football to play a 3-5-2, like Conte did with Chelsea. Like you've got to be an unbelievable set of footballers to be able to play that. Yeah. Well, well certainly, certainly the wing backs. That's the idea of it. That's the idea of that yeah, system I mean, that your wing backs are your fair, Against Oxford, Hume was good. He was good at getting forward, but terrible getting back and terrible putting the crosses in. Yeah. He can't do all three. He can't get forward, yeah, get back, and put the right crosses you've got in. So well rounded, and, and that's what we said after the Oxford game because that kind of highlighted the problem we have. But you can't say the formation is important and is irrelevant when someone like Hume is receiving the ball as much as he's receiving it, and that's he's receiving the ball that often because he's playing wing-back in that system, and that's your out-ball, that's your width. So, I mean, I'm I mean, almost going, you know, like a broken record, and we're, we're talking about this again and again, but the, I guess the point is, Jack Ross now, I'd be praising for changing it twice. That's, that's what I was yeah, going to... I think it's fair to do yeah. that. It's interesting, isn't it, how the narrative changes on managers because I've seen loads of people criticise Ross being like oh he's had to rip it up and change it again but this time last year we were massively praising Ross for the fact that he was good at reacting in games with yeah. his subs yeah. with changing it when it was needed you know especially after managers like Moyes and Coleman who yeah, were Coleman quite stubborn with their formations so we used to we were delighted to have someone like Ross who was really reactive wasn't stubborn like that but because now there's people who are harbouring sort of wanting to get rid of Ross or because of the form has been poor over the last, you know, since the end of last season, beginning of this season. So now it's changed to... But is that what, is that... It's is just it a comparable. A, is it a comparable... I don't think that's a comparable thing because what... I would say it's rather a regression rather than a reaction from his perspective. Because he's possibly. trying... The, the changes he's made has is, is, is been to progress what, we, what we're trying to do, isn't it? He's, yeah. Because he's made a stark change to the setup and system and the way he wants to play... At the start of the game, when you're playing with three centre backs and he's playing wing backs, so that's a, a stark contrast to how we played last season, where ironically we had the players to play three five two and just and didn't. Um, there's obviously a reason why he chose not to do that. Now he's he's taking this opportunity to make that big change, and then he's having to go back to something that is familiar to the players and familiar to everybody because what he's tried to instil over the last two months has not worked. Yeah. Um, so I, w- I take your point in that it's it's good that he reacted and changed, but at the same time, if you know if you're having to change it after 25 minutes and start, and he start, should have had the summer to, to settle. Yeah. And, and I appreciate like like the football co- manager the concerns and stuff. Then like going to go yeah. down football man- <laughs> like the formation you want to play, and then going, oh, well, I've got to, have to change it now. Clicking off to like change your formation, scrambling around to try and make mm. something work. It's not going to play football. But I just think it's interesting how how it does turn for something that was he was always praised for now is something yeah. that a lot of people are using as a dig against him and I think you should be quite not that you have to necessarily be happy yeah. with Jack Ross but you've got to praise him for yeah. not not being stubborn no, I, like I, that I, like I, many Sunderland managers have I, been. I agree and, and and after the Oxford game again Gareth made the point saying right he's kind of set a rod for his own back here where he's he's, he's he's thrown his trust behind the system if it's not working and he changes it looks like he's quite weak but he's abandoned it twice early on if he's prepared to make these changes now, he surely knows he's under a little bit of pressure. It's as difficult a game as Ipswich away is, by the way. And Portsmouth coming up is another one. What, what does he do? Does he think, right, no, okay, we're going to go again and then I'm going to change it again? Or is this a time where he says, no, I can't no, be stubborn on this? He's got to swallow his pride and just bin it. He can't stick with it. Not after the first the game against Oxford in the 
yeah. shown against Ipswich in the first half. No way, can he? The evidence is just there to suggest that we're not equipped for it. The, the, the fullbacks aren't good enough. No for, for, it's, 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 it's as simple as that, and the system relies on fullbacks massively. McGeady can't be off the front either. Like it, the, the idea that McGeady can play in a mm. 10 is like fanciful, really, because no, he's a winger. Because you think about all these, like, because oh, he's a trickster and all that. But if he plays off the front, he's probably picking the ball up 40 yards from his own goal. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you can't be picking the ball up. Like, if McGeady picks a ball up with the centre back, then what's the point? You know, he needs to be further up the pitch. There's, yeah, totally agree. And and in 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 a in a wide position, we're gonna he's gonna offer that because he can stretch it, he can go wide, and there's someone we'd like to play the switch, which was really frustrating on sat on Saturday because you were like, well, why are you playing the switch? Because the wind, the wind, oh was yeah, the wind was ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. And why why are you continuing trying to play these crossfield balls? Stop, just stop doing it. Stop giving the ball away. It's like, and that that's where I've got sympathy with with. You know, Ross on the other side is where you're like, well, you can set them up and tell them to do something, but you've got to think. Think, well, mm. you're not going to, you can't play that one ball across the pitch mm-hmm. because every time it's going out of play, it's drifting out of play. There was a period in the first half where the goalkeepers just passed the ball to each other for about five minutes because every time they cleared, the wind caught and took it through the keeper, and then it was just back and forth for about five minutes. I mean, our first half, as bad as we were, was a terrible, terrible game of football. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was generally very bad. Horrific. Definitely. Quality was terrible. Um, and this is a team that's come down to the championship now. I'm not going to blame the weather. Team that's called goal music, yeah. by the way. <laughs> but it, it's I just feel like you know maybe you know the the wind does play the wind ruins I hate the wind at the match like it just ruins a game which is like the worst good job it's a winter sport then isn't it yeah but especially <laughs> in the north east quite England. close yeah. to the sea yeah yeah, yeah. Well, it does it ruins a game it ruins a game um, well, obviously the, the, got... the wind in that 2-1 where Richardson scored the free kick yeah, added to the atmosphere did, a little yeah, bit yeah yeah but yeah, that was good wind I'm not blaming the wind I'm not blaming the wind but I'm just saying it 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 should have altered. We should have taken the conditions into account and played. If we want to work the ball, you've yeah. got you've got two centre midfielders. Yeah, and you should need the manager to do that. That's your exactly. professional football, yeah. Yeah. especially at League One. Exactly. Use your use your brain. Mm. Is that maybe a lack of leadership on the pitch sort of thing? Well, I mean, we've had this conversation for the last however many years, really. Oh, Who yeah. was Who was captain when McGeady went off? Did he? Oh, did he give it to Flanagan? Maybe. Maybe. I think I saw that saw somewhere that he potentially gave it to Flanagan. So we've lost a massive leader in Catamol, and yeah. obviously he led better. Have we just given it because he's a local lad? Like, is it romanticised? I can understand why we give it a bit of. Yes, he was. He was. He was captain. Of the Barrow, experience in the squad. Yeah. yeah, but if he's not going to play, oh, no, does he have the legs? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, he's, 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 he's not playing, so that would suggest not at the moment, but. Um, it gets back to the whole question: How important is a is a captain yeah. now? Do you know what I mean? On it, but you, you certainly need some leaders on there, I guess. But I mean, what, what, what was it? The main the main reason we come back into the game? What was it? Was it a kick up the arse? Was it the change in tactics? What, what would you? I think it's a change in system. Yeah, yeah change in system. Got us back into the game. Familiarity. And we were just a bit more tenacious. Look at the way the goal yeah. came through. We and yeah, uh, Ipswich weren't great quality either. No. So yeah, they definitely gave us a route back in. We shouldn't deny that. If this was the opposite way around, we'd be saying we should have yeah. got them killed off oh, half time. Very you... similar to actually a lot of our one ones mm. last season. Really, if you considered a goal like that, you'd be human. I mean, we we oh, praise yeah. McNulty for chasing oh, the ball yeah. down and stuff like that. It's but hilarious. If you're if you're a fan of Ipswich, you're fuming with that goal. You've yeah. And I, I'll be honest, at the time. I thought 
we'll go on and win this now because we've been there so many times before. Ipswich couldn't win at home last season. And it's that feeling of dread that comes in, isn't it? So they've been on top for the game and then they give us, gift us a goal. And you th- and I thought, oh, you know, this could work in our favour here. But yeah, we didn't really do much after, which was no, a bit disappointing. We, I thought we pressed on and tried. Oh, yeah, and I don't mean so for lack of effort. did, but there was still a lack of um, cutting edge. It's it's not like the keep had a lot of work to do, really, no, after the goal. Just generally. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, there was a few balls into the box and Greg sort of put sort of trying to get on the end of a few things um, but there wasn't really a lot but it was it was just like this, the bar was so low in yeah, that first yeah. half you know it felt like you know you were watching Brazil in the second half in comparison mm. because it was so poor you know um, but you know it was funny we mentioned on the last one about how 1-1 one, one draw in isolation in isolation at Ipswich looks alright but because of we had so many 1-1s one, and this narrative around the 1-1 draws and the fact we didn't beat Oxford it just heaps that pressure on on everybody the players and the manager but a win against I know Thursday will preview it more but a win against Portsmouth it does change it so much it It lifts like and and then you're going into Wimbledon uh, sorry Rochdale away and then Wimbledon at home Rochdale's had a good start of the season yeah true true Oxford beat um, Peterborough quite good yeah, cool. yeah, 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 as yeah, well did, yeah. Mm. but you know Wimbledon, Wimbledon at home Rochdale away two fixtures we did win last season as well Rochdale they say we were lucky be... against Rochdale last season to be fair I think yeah no George yeah. Honeyman there for, the, for that moment last, again, last minute winner in, in, that, in the first game we battered them didn't yeah, we yeah we hammered them 4-0 yeah, four, yeah. Four, four, yeah. I think it was 4-1 four, four, in the one. end yeah and they scored like after we got the fourth but yeah it was it was I think we were three and a little bit half time in that one as well. I think we got yeah. one and then just well. like scored of three and we you know if you if you're looking for promotion well. there, I don't know what you yeah. could say about Oxford, but you, you look at you look at their result like you were just saying, Stephen against Peterborough. They're two games that you need to be we need to be rounding off the end of the yeah. month by getting up in these in these next twelve points that are available. You've probably got ten aim for ten, having yeah. three wins in a draw. We just need a bit tomorrow night off for me. Oh yeah, it's been all cups off. Well, it's interesting yeah, that it's interesting. What, wondering what Pitt would do with that um, with the game. He's, he's mentioned a few players are injured. He's got. A, unfortunately, we're not a mid-table Premier League club anymore. Where we can say let's prioritise the cups and try and get a trip to Wembley. That's not going to happen in a million years. Yeah, we didn't really with the, most of the Czech trade games last season until we got the semi-final. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah Turk was out the squad and he was starting every game yeah. in centre half. I, I, I agree, but in, in the League Cup, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. going to get a Wembley, are you? Yeah. So. But then Kimpy Yorker and Mumba both started for the under twenty threes tonight. So, so and then we've got those five players out. So who is he hmm. looking to play? Well, Power, you would imagine he, he might want to give a run yeah. out too. Would you be surprised if Will Griggs started? If he didn't start, well, I wouldn't be. No, might, didn't start might be good for him. Team at our mm. our level needs a bit of confidence, and there might be some who do just need a bit of fitness. I think as Lee well. Burge will get a game keeper. Yeah, true. He'll, he'll start. I imagine. Baldwin might come in. You would have to give Baldwin. Osterk and Baldwin are going to play. Osterk can count himself unlucky. I think not being this. He came on on Saturday, didn't he? Yeah, he did when Willis went off. Yeah, I mean, I would have started the season with Osterk ahead of Flanagan. Yeah. Easily, like he, he was the best defender at the end of last season. Yeah, definitely. And look at that, that left hand side. And partly might have been. It's so weird with Flanagan because we kept a really good run of clean sheets with Flanagan and Baldwin. And I know some of that was because McLaughlin was in excellent form as well. But you don't keep that level of clean sheets without them having something about them. 
Flanagan now looks shot. Absolutely. I'm mm. not saying he looked brilliant last season. He looked like a very he much... He looked a lot better than he does But now. yeah, he looked for yeah. the League One defender. But he, looked, he started off badly last season and he, his confidence grew. Yeah. And he and grew that, better and now he's just... That might cross. be part yeah, of it as well. Dreadful. But in Baldwin, who are, out of the two, I would probably say I do prefer Flanagan. I always thought Baldwin did look a bit ropey. Has disappeared? Like, where is he? He wasn't on the bench on Saturday again, was he? No, well, you're not going to put him on the bench if you've got, if you've got us three on there, centre-backs yeah. on there Unless already. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but, like, both of them have disappeared. and But you're looking at the way we're playing at the minute, and I think I think the system is kind of expo- exposing Flanagan. I think having Denver Hume, who's so inexperienced and maybe, you know, not totally writing the lad off, but maybe he isn't good enough. We, we won't know that for another however long. But maybe it's just them two on that side that's exposing them. Maybe it's the system and maybe it's just another reason to get these players back into the familiarity of what they know because a lot of these players were getting results last season. And like Flanagan's a really good example of it. And, you know, Willis is supposed to be this excellent defender we've signed from Coventry. There's These just haven't all been, what, space jammed overnight, have they? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. You're right. Um but is, is it just as simple as a system? Is it what's in front of them? Um, the, and Accrington might be a good opportunity to not just get some fitness, but some confidence as well. Well, it will be interesting to see how he, how he lines up. So it isn't a league game, but he might want that consistency and that repetition. So if he goes three at the back again, I think that's a safe bet to say he's going to do that at the weekend. So. I think numbers might, because of the injuries, might dictate him going forward. I think if back. we go three at the back on Saturday, Port will have an absolute field here. Looking at the way we've played, you can't you can't argue with that. They've got good attacking players. They've got good variety. They've got good variety. Yeah, yeah. They've got Pittman and um, Ben Close. Clo- the the other was a big Hawkins. So you got mm. Brett Pittman and Hawkins as options there. The fellow who scored, um, who they signed from Ipswich. Yeah, um, I, I know what you mean. Scored two against scored against Cup, Birmingham. Yeah. The cup obviously signed Harness from um, but, uh, Burton. Mm-hmm. Um, Ben Close has scored two crap yeah. in the last yeah. two games. Can't do that three in a row, Ben. You can't. <laughs> but they, again, they've they lost uh, Clark, didn't they? Who's looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, he's gone on loan to Derby, hasn't he? After he yeah. signed for Brighton. Brighton. Yeah. And then obviously Law went to Wigan. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. The thing is, you look in that first half on Saturday, and if we, I think if we'd played the back four, we could have won that game even as okay as the Pritch were and as tough a game as it's supposed to be we would have given ourselves a better chance of winning the game and they didn't look brilliant no. at all they didn't look like if no, they're going to be we flattered them yeah. the first half agree like if they're going to be promotion contenders as well with us which they might not be but as they are tipped to be as well it does make you feel a bit at oh. ease doesn't it and we need a win- we just need a win to settle it down yeah and I guess the, the problem Ross has got is I can't settle it down because my formation's not working. I keep having to abandon it, and then we, the games aren't getting easier. You've got he must be thinking now the last game in the world he wants this weekend is to play against Portsmouth because he wants a game either that's just another game and try that system and settle it down, um, or another one where he says, "Okay, I'll go back to basics. We'll get a win. Then I might look at playing that again." Yeah. But Portsmouth have got to give you no breathing room whatsoever. Might he just knows be a good one again, though. That might well, be what we need. He, but he knows if we go goal down after ten minutes, the crowd is still going to start getting a bit edgy as well. Uh, could do without the game being on Sky oh, unless yeah. we win. But they just need to get. They need a fullback in this week. They are, or 
as soon as possible they have to do that whatever the if how many looking. how many fullbacks left and right in an ideal world mm. yes but yeah Mo Gochlin's just <laughs> slow and I think it's going to be problems he's, look, he's, look, he's, look, he's looked better season. at fullback than at back four I would say McLaughlin oh yeah he probably will be because he's, he's, he's more then, defensive mm. I don't think you can play at all nine there for nah it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a damning indictment that Luke O'Nine still looks our best right back and he's a Supposed to be an attacking midfielder. But obviously we've, lo- we've lost Matthews and we've lost Donald Love, which aren't two massive losses, but there were two right uh, back. Matthews could play a wing back. Yeah, though. exactly. Yeah. Matthews yeah. in this system. And, you know, there's probably other reasons why Matthews had a go and he was injury prone as well. So he'd probably... He's not found a club yet, has he? Yeah. That probably says quite a bit, doesn't it? But still, like you said, it's it's players... In terms of bodies we need to replace as, as much as anything else and we still haven't, well, apart from McLaughlin coming in, but we still look short there. Um, yeah, our defence is probably our well, one. It definitely is our lightest thing on the pitch. Yeah, like our weakest mm. department. I mean, like you could make even like let's just say we do. We, you're told now it's going to be a back four against Oxford. Not many people would agree on the back four. Whereas actually the front four, what we discussed before, would probably be quite popular in terms of McNulty, Maguire, Gooch and McGeady. There'd probably be quite a consensus on that. Yeah. But your back four, like could just be anything, couldn't it? Mm. We have we have to I just think we have to look utilise, you know, Maguire now if they go especially if they go back to the the four two three one or the, the four three three, they have to utilise him because you know, Honeyman contributed. He was he wasn't a ten, but he did contribute goals. Yeah. It's few goals, and they need to find somebody to fill that void. And he has goals in him, and they need, so he, they need to play him as often as they can. Um, even if it, if he continues with the three at the back, then he needs to be one of the two off the front if they're yeah. going to play two. I I I get this idea that like Embleton's the one that people want there. I hang the hat on. I think Embleton needs to come out until we're winning games. Oh, until he agreed. can be like embedded in the team. Yeah, get him on a sub. It's yeah. too much almost. Like and Ross was like, put this faith in this system and Embleton will be like, my number 10. Having him on set pieces against Oxford was a massive mistake. But then again, there was no really enough on the pitch to take them. But His delivery was pretty impressive with both feet, mind. Because he was like, one, he's swinging them in left foot, right foot from either side. But quality from mm-hmm. set pieces has been an issue aside from Ledbetter hasn't it really we Ledbitter didn't start scoring yeah. we didn't McGeady. start yeah we didn't start scoring set pieces until Ledbetter came yeah. Yeah, and we, and we couldn't score from open play could we, <laughs> just we but now we got, you can't find a place for him so yeah it's uh, well he's he's one actually who'll probably be starting tomorrow night you would think yeah you'd have thought so wouldn't you is it important and I mean we'll wrap things up just now but in terms of tomorrow night, I guess nobody really cares if we go out of this competition. I think, not, in the, I think we're not realistically going to win it. But is it important for play for so we can see some of these players? Make I just play? think the, the, the likes of Power, you need Baldwin, win. even just to, just to win, just psychologically. Need as much to win as anything, from a yeah. psychological yeah. perspective. I know what you're saying, Eve, about you know you want to bin them off. Like I agree with you, but like that would yeah it would help. Like com- if we get beat off yeah. Stanley, people would be going. We got beaten off Ackerton Stanley. Can't win really, can you? Yeah. Well, we literally <laughs> can we win? Yeah, yeah. And then we can draw one one. Yeah. Draw all one, one and win on penalties. Yeah, that, there that, we go. That, yeah. After extra time, um, just what we need. But we need we need to we need to start winning games and get that, you know, confidence. And obviously, if if there's changes tomorrow when that team wins a the game, then it puts a little bit of pressure on the more regular players you might expect mm-hmm. to be coming into the team. Um, but yeah. It, 
they, I just think from a mentality perspective, I'd agree that it's not a priority, but the need that you need to start winning. And it would be nice. We didn't get, you know, we've played a billion cup games last season. We never played like a Premier League team. So it'd be nice to get a, a Premier League team at home in the, in a cup. Really? Yeah, no. Against our defence. I know, but I can't be bothered with it personally. Might be funny. Yeah, I just think you know, I, you know, it'd be it'd be novelty. Unless the mags, then it'd be horrible. It would be novelty to play a Premier League game where the pressure's off, like you know, play a Premier League team. You know, I, I don't. It would be interesting. I think it would be interesting to see. You know, what <laughs> just the how far we've fallen. Be interesting to see how many we're gonna lose by. Yeah. You know, you, there's some odd. You get some odd results in those games, but it, it doesn't. It just. I know what you mean. You know, I know. You know, it would be nice to to you know have that again. See how you know for a cup game how how busy it got and stuff like that. And, you know, see it, it, it captured, yeah, <laughs> captures people's imagination a bit more, maybe, um, mm. and a chance for some of the players to test themselves against you know players from a higher level. Who were playing for the under twenty threes and reserve team at Premier League and they'll spank us, right? How many did Man City beat Burton by oh, no, last no, season no, again? No. <laughs> well, remember when we played um Man City in the cup under Advocate and we were four 0 down after thirty five minutes, I think. Oh, and Toivon and Paul. Yeah, while we were in the Premier League. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe Park and I do, Gareth. I'm not so sure about it. <laughs> Almost Park wants to go out at no more. No, like you say, we need a win uh, to take us in the weekend, and that's a huge game. Frankie will be back, I think. I think so. We yeah. thought he'd be back last week, and he wasn't. Yeah. For reasons, I'll let him disclose if he wants to. Uh, nothing sinister, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he should be back on Thursday to talk about Portsmouth. Look at a decent crowd there again. I think uh, twenty nine thousand tickets sold already or so. so. Off from us too. Yeah, I know. Work. It is a shame. Work. Cross them two off. I know. I know. I mean, so, it sounded like we were going somewhere together there. Yeah, actually. I didn't yeah, mean yeah. To, we're off on a trip. Yeah. Um, but uh, Frank will be back Thursday. So thanks for everybody coming along and thanks for listening. For everybody coming along. <laughs> you should be saying that. You should be saying thanks for waiting, making us wait. Yeah, yeah. For thanks, for, thanks for waiting. Thanks everybody for persisting. It wasn't my fault. Yeah, thanks it was for a... persisting with the podcast for the last six yeah, years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>